Hey, how's it going? My name is Daniel Calderon and welcome back to Corner Talks, Loving Yourself, something we find very challenging, especially in today's society. We're constantly being bombarded by people's posts, pictures, updates on their lives, and we're always thinking the grass is greener on the other side. We always think that their life is better than ours. And it takes away from loving ourselves. It takes away from really valuing who we are as people. And not only just social media being a, a problem, but the fact that we're raised without having that sense of pride, having that sense of permission to love ourselves. Because people and society have taught us it can be seen as pretentious, cocky, and conceited. You see, I believe in having a healthy balance. I believe that you should be confident, but you should also not step your bounds. You should not be arrogant. You should not be ignorant. You should not be closed-minded and think that you are the best because there's always areas to improve. No one's perfect. Yet, I still believe that in your heart and in your mind, you should have that conviction that you can do the best because you are the best. And I know that sounds contradictory, but the reality is, is all we have is ourselves. And it's so imperative that we value ourselves. It's so imperative that we identify our worth. And too many times, including myself, we don't even give ourselves permission to love ourselves. We don't even give ourselves permission to see what we're capable of. And this impedes on our success because we're not able to, whether it's a career, a relationship, or something we wanna pursue, identify if we're worthy if we don't even have that mindset to begin with. Having said that, these are my ways on how you can love yourself. The best way to love yourself is by knowing yourself. And I believe this can be done when you write a list of your strengths, your goals, long-term, short-term, your talents, and you get a sense of who you are. I've done this as an exercise. I've journaled my thoughts and you see on the page, you see all the things that you're capable of. You see all the things that you aspire, whether it's your filmmaking passion, your artwork skills, your dreams of becoming the next Quentin Tarantino. You see on the page all the things that come from you, come from the inside. And it reminds you, you say, okay, wow, those are the things that I really, you know, excel in. And then you write down your goals. You know, you wanna be a filmmaker, like on a Quentin Tarantino level. You want to create stories. You want to inspire lives. You want to leave behind a legacy. And when you write down these thoughts on the page, it's a reflection. Better yet, it's a confrontation. A confrontation to see what really goes on in your mind or what really you aspire to be, what motivates you. The reason why I love for you to make a list is because it's coming from a very deep, deep place in your heart. It's coming from a wish, from a desire, something that's not judged, that's not biased. It's between you and the page. And when you write it down and you write it genuinely, you'll see how authentic it can be. And you start to understand this is coming from some place. This is a sign. This is telling me that this is something that's on my mind. But as much as you should write down those strengths, talents, long-term goals, you should also be writing down your flaws, your fears, your insecurities. And the reason why I say this is because life isn't perfect and you're not perfect. And in order to love yourself, you need to identify with the positives in your life and the negatives. You need to identify with what brings you up and what brings you down. If you wanna love yourself entirely, you have to accept yourself in your entirety.
So this is something that I'm kind of guilty of. Uh, this is something that I tend to do. Um, I believe we all do it, it's human nature, but uh, I'm working on it. Um, and I think it's uh, only right that we don't compare ourselves with others. I'm starting to realize, especially during this pandemic, as I meditate, I journal, and I just do a lot of self-reflection, that uh, it's more complex than you think uh, when you compare yourself to someone else. Uh, it doesn't only hurt yourself, um, but you don't really see the full picture. Uh, you don't really see uh, what's on the other side. So first off, uh, comparing yourself with others doesn't do anything for you. It paralyzes you. It restricts you from advancing forward. It restricts you. It takes away your, your joy. It takes away all your accomplishments. You can't compare with anyone because everybody has such different and unique lives. No matter how much you want to achieve and be like a celebrity, for instance, like a DiCaprio, Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Billie Eilish, you're never going to have their exact life. You could aspire to their lifestyle, right? You could aspire to be Quentin Tarantino like me, but I'm never going to have his exact life because we're all coming from a different place. We're all going to be going through and experiencing a different place. And we're all going to end at a different place, no matter how hard we try to live someone's life exactly. And social media can do all it wants to polish it, to make it curated, to think that they are living the same life, you know? All those basic girls, everyone's living the same life. All those basic guys, everyone's living their life. But if you really boil it down, if you really get to know them as a person, as people, they're all different from one another. They all got their own interests. They all got their own disinterests. They all got their own dreams and aspirations. So this is kind of interesting because I'm going through a bit of a back and forth. Um, when I talk to people or just what I see on the internet, um, there's this notion going around like people are saying everything is your fault and take full responsibility of your life. And I fully you know, subscribe to that idea. I completely understand. But at the same time, there's a part of me that says you shouldn't live your life thinking that everything is your fault to the extent where you're hurting yourself. You should be forgiving yourself for the things that happen to you. Some things, whether it's a bad relationship or a bad career choice, it happens because of a mere life experience. You're living life. You take chances, you take risks, and sometimes they don't pan out the way you they, you want. You know, I'm a firm believer and also uh, experienced uh, in this, where, you know, whether it was a relationship, a career, or, you know, an opportunity, we all have our, our regrets. We all have our fears and things that got in the way. As much as you should accept what happened and what you went through, you should also forgive yourself for it. And I am still grasping this notion because there are areas in my life where I haven't really truly forgiven myself. But I'm starting to realize that when they say forgive yourself, it's an act of letting go. And forgiving yourself begins with saying you're not perfect and truly believing that. We live in such a strange, strange time as creatives, as professionals, as just people, human beings, we believe we're gods. We believe we're perfect or we want to be perfect. And we think that what we see on the internet, what we see in the newspaper, what we see on television, what we see anywhere, really, people are living or leading better lives than us and we need to be on their level. Yeah, you know, some of them are probably doing great things. And some of them are achieving great successes and I wish them all the best. But to really actively tell yourself, hey, 
this person is so much better than me or so much more perfect. By whose judgment? Yours? Because you're not perfect, so how are you making that judgment if you don't even know what perfect is? What about myself when I think someone else is perfect? If I'm not perfect, how could I know if that person's perfect? Perfection is in the eyes of the beholder, just like with beauty, just like with talent, just like with anything. And we as human beings decide what's perfect. But as human beings, we can't collectively decide if something is perfect. And it's an interesting concept because even the most perfect movie, you'll always find someone that thinks it's crap. You'll always find someone that thinks it's corny or degrading or insulting or controversial. You'll never find someone to actually say it's a perfect, perfect movie. And that goes with life. That goes with your decisions. That goes with your relationships. People are always gonna have something to say. People are always gonna have comments to say. You're always gonna have comments about yourself. And this is what I mean by forgiving yourself is by understanding that it's not a perfect world and you're not a perfect person. You're only human. And this one's probably gotta be my favorite one uh, because it's so brutally honest and yet so true. It's so true. And people are still in denial. People uh, want everyone to love them, but the reality is not everybody's gonna like you. Not everybody's gonna like what you have to say. Not everybody's gonna like how you look. Everyone has their interests, like I said. Everyone has their disinterests. Everyone has their strengths, their weaknesses. You get all these probabilities of how of these outcomes of different personalities, and yet you want to believe everybody's gonna like you. There are people in your life right now that you know that don't like you, don't respect you maybe, don't think of you as the way your families and friends see you. But as you get older, you start to be real with yourself. And for me, for example, like I would be concerned or like confused and say, I don't understand. How, how could I, how could they not like me? Like I was a good person or I was kind or you know, I was respectful. We're all, again, coming from different places. We're all coming from different experiences, life choices. And it's impossible for us, for 7 billion people to all like one person on earth. It's impossible. And the sooner you accept this, the sooner you'll realize I love myself because I'm okay being different. I'm okay being unique or special, quirky, odd, eccentric. I'm okay to be an outlier. I don't need to be liked by everybody. I need to be liked by the people that matter or I need to be liked by the people that already like me. You know, like I was gonna say, think of the people that are in your life right now that actually love you and respect you or are inspired by you. When you get that feeling, it's exhilarating. And if you're constantly chasing people constantly telling people, trying to convince them like why they should like you. You're only hurting yourself. They're not getting affected, just you. Because every time you get that rejection, every time someone tells you, I don't like this about you, or I don't like that, and you constantly want them, you, you push, you push, of course you're not gonna love yourself because you're allowing them to dictate your life. You're allowing them to dictate their, your perception of yourself. Thank you again, guys, for joining me on another Corner Talks. I really hope you enjoyed my discussion on ways in which you can love yourself. I think it's an important subject that's not discussed as much. I think it's dismissed and you know seen, like I said, as pretentious or conceited, but it's so important to love yourself in order to advance uh, in your relationships, your career, your future. Um, once you accept who you are, uh, once you're okay with who you are and you can live with yourself, you're able to cultivate uh, like I said, a relationship or a better career. And you're able to see much more opportunities and results 
instead of always thinking narrow-minded. If you agree or disagree to what I had to say, please leave your comments down below. I always love to see your thoughts. Also, if you enjoyed this discussion, please be sure to like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Take care, and we'll talk soon. Thank you.